Whoa. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. This is Connor Hallway of the Golden Hours Podcast, and hey, this is a GDP Minute. I just had my friend Amir Max up on the podcast, and I want to make sure I don't say anything dirty about him because he's still standing in the studio right now. And that would be totally detrimental to our relationship. But we actually just ran a really, really great episode. Amir just dropped a great tape called Committed. And on it, he talks a lot about his struggle with bipolar disorder. And on the episode, man, shouts out to Amir because he was totally, totally transparent about what he went through. And honestly, I think it's kind of a superpower that he's able to be really, really coherent about how he felt, what led up to his breakdown, and kind of what has come since his breakdown. And so I think a lot of people are really going to be able to benefit from that. He also talks about the production of the tape, and then also how he segregates his podcasting career and his rap career, and then if they ever intertwine. Additionally, we had young Sammy Spielberg, the GOAT, in the building. And he's still in the building too. So I'm just tossing him compliments. We had Big Fresh in the building. And then we also had a young, aspiring journalistic boss, Kate, in the building. And so I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. This was a GDP Minute. And remember, bump this on your Alexa. So you say, hey, Alexa, play GDP Minute and the podcast will play. Go on to our Instagram at Golden Deer Productions. And we have all uh, all the steps on how you can activate the skill. Well. Golden Deer Productions. Golden Deer. Oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter, just, you forgot to enter. Okay, before I start, before I introduce everybody in the room. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hold up, you're gonna get a chance to talk. You better relax. <laughs> Hey, this is Connor Hallway of the Golden Hours Podcast, and listen, if you by chance get any sort of value from this episode, whether you you laugh, you cry, you learn something, dude, just share it with a friend. And if you don't have a friend, you, you shouldn't be listening to podcasts. Mm. Who agrees? But don't talk, but don't talk. Nonetheless, we have a bunch of recent brand expansions that I feel not only obligated to talk about, but excited to talk about because Big Fresh is back in the building and Big Fresh coded up an Amazon skill for us. So you can go to your Amazon skill now and you can say, Alexa, play GDP Minute and our podcast will start. It looks like your Amazon Echo Dot is not registered. For help, go to your Alexa app. We're stuck in the simulation. <laughs> you, you want to just rip the wire out of that because yeah. I feel like it's going to be feeding me the whole time. Thank you, bro. But Big Fresh, shouts to you for making it happen. I'm stoked. I got so many videos to show you. Also, we got new gear in. What? And fourth off, let's introduce everybody in the room. We have a very, we have two, we have three very special, four very special guests in the room. But starting, we have young Sammy Spielberg who cuts up a lot of the content that everyone sees. This is the kid editing on the late night. And he's a young hustler and I'm pumped he's here. Introduce yourself, bro. What's up? I'm Sam. Uh, I do a lot of editing for the podcast. Uh, that's about it. Sam's football season just ended. Oh, yeah. Tragically. Oh. Yeah, it was a, not a great end. Yeah, <laughs> tough look. Yeah. Then we have Kate, who's here for the first time testing out the podcast. That's right. Hi, everybody. Come, well, you want to tell them who you are, what you do? Um, I'm Kate. I'm... New to podcast, excited to learn, and that's about it, I guess. Kate goes to Northeastern. She's a young Rachel Maddow. Sure, <laughs> if I knew who that was. Rachel Maddow is the uh, the CNN reporter who's oh, always okay. like the okay. She always like I has like the contentious that. interviews. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And then Big Fresh is back in the building. Haven't seen Big Fresh in weeks. Let's go. And then our guest today is a. A close friend of mine who I met through the world of podcasting, which is cool. That's right, man. Yeah. Well, I think I actually met through Carl. We probably met through Carl. I think I think I DM'd you on IG one day, man. I saw, <laughs> I saw the movement, man. I was like, yo, this dude like does it serious, serious. Like, got the. It's it's actually crazy to think of like how many more shows I've seen pop up since like a year and a half ago. Have you noticed that? Hell yeah, bro. 
mad people trying to do podcasts now, man. Everybody think they got something to say, something important to say. Well, is it different? Not saying that they don't, but like. <laughs> is it different at the PRX now? Are there like more shows than there were last year? Yeah, definitely. It's a lot harder to book at the PRX Podcast Garage, man. Um, a lot more people popping up there. Um, a lot of people that I know who are going there now. Not saying that I, I'm, I'm, I put them on, but you know. You know. <laughs> time to cut you that check. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta let them know, like, yo, like I'm, I'm promoing y'all, man. Like, <laughs> I feel you. Getting y'all, getting y'all out there, man. You know. Hey, well, one thing I really like about, well, so on my right, we have Amir Max, and it's all facts, yes, aka all Young facts. Stephen A. Smith, and mm-hmm. he just dropped a project, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You want to give a quick synopsis of who you are and what you do? Yeah, man. Amir Max, and that's all facts, aka Mr. Versatile, aka Young Stephen A. Uh, I'm from Rosendale, Massachusetts, representing Beantown, man. And I just dropped my EP, my second EP this year, titled Committed. Um, you know, it's just about trying to make money, you know, about love, heartbreak, depression, mental health, and bouncing back and feeling like the man once again. So it's a real deep project, man. Pour my heart out on that shit. Well, so I think one thing that I really like what you do is you use your show as a marketing vessel for the, the music was that always the goal for you yeah man I, that was always the plan I, my, my, my plan was to always promo the music because like I, I see I see my numbers and I'm, it's definitely very obvious that the people who are following me are there for my music more so than my podcast uh, and that's cool like I'm cool whatever um, but definitely it's definitely been a way to promote my music and I, I like doing the podcast too in general so like it's it's fun to be able to meet all the artists and anybody who's involved in music or doing podcasts and having them on the show and just being able to build relationships man and just try to get the word about what's going on in, in, in mass and you know you know definitely I want to interview people more so outside of mass in the future um, but for right now I definitely want to keep it close to home I've learned about a bunch of or at least like seen a bunch of artists that i had never heard of in boston because of your show yeah man how you tap in with these people bro bro some of them find me and sometimes i find them you um when i'm when i'm doing uh like show I've also i've been slinging so many people your way have anybody been saying that yeah man i've had a ton of people be like yo man connor from gdp told me that <laughs> you got a uh, mad artist hit me up yeah. like yo bro hit up with me and max yeah nah because that's you know I, I, you know that's more like a specialty of mine like you definitely be having like you know just people who are like in the business field and stuff you have mayor somerville and cambridge on and stuff man like so i i, I definitely know that like you know that's your that's your you know aspect um but yeah i definitely try to focus on um people who are most of musicians um very rarely do i not have musicians on you know people who are just like you know i had you on one time i had my cousin on who's you a that, therapist that promoter on yeah yeah, yeah i had uh i had a, a vasion on shout out to him man yeah i had him on i was back uh like episode 23 or something like that so. back in the day yeah now i'm on uh about to do episode 50 this week man Whoa. episode 50 is crazy bro you can do anything <laughs> special for 50 nah man nah i mean <laughs> i'll just be like yo shout out to people supporting um i think it's cool that i got to episode 50 and didn't stop uh but i don't I'm not sad. I'm never satisfied, man. That's the thing about me. Like, I'm always trying. You have a motor for sure. Yeah, bro. It's like, okay, we're episode 50. It's a, it's a, it's, it's half of a hundred. It sounds cool, but like, I'm still not where I want to be. Like, if I was episode 50 and I was like on another level, then like, okay, hell yeah. But like, I'm not where I need to be. I'm I, like, I really am never satisfied, bro. Like, I got mad people who are like, yo, man, committed to shit. I love the project. And I'm like, word, word, word. But it's like, nah, like, I ain't there yet, bro. Like, I've still got shit to get done. How do you assess your progress, though? Like, I there was a point, I think, when I was at episode like 70 when I like looked back. Because, you know, like the podcast is like a daily grind type thing. It's like you put in work on a daily basis. Yeah. But when you look back at accumulation of episodes, I mean, it, it's validating for you, right? You're like, oh, shit. Like, I'm actually like building something. No, nah, de- definitely, man. Nah, I, I definitely, you know, look back on what I'm doing and say like, shit, like we're definitely getting something done. Like we're making something happen. I'm, I'm getting the word out there and people... Tempazone, yeah, Tempazone, man, it's it's out there, and and you know people know like that that phrase, and you know they they 
they they know the movement, man. And I definitely don't take that for granted. I think it's really dope, and I know the the musicians and the artists out here definitely appreciate what I'm trying to do, man. You know, I, I, I as much as like I'm doing this to promote what I'm doing on the music side, like I'm I'm giving a platform for the artists to speak their mind, man. Well, I think it's just a way you can cut through, though. Don't I mean obviously because it's like. Mm-hmm. How many people you know want to be successful artists and also run a podcast and like a podcast where they invite other artists to come up? Like, yeah, you got like a one on one that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, you, you guys have you guys ever heard of a structure like that? <laughs> no, that's fire. Nah, man, it's definitely. I think the reason why for that because a lot of artists don't want to talk to a lot of artists, man. Like they you, don't. You <laughs> noticed that? Yeah, man. A lot of artists are afraid to work with like just random artists that they don't have like a a long term relationship with. You know, like I, so I feel like like for me, I, I'm definitely breaking that mold. And on top of that, a lot of artists feel if they're talking to other artists, it belittles what they do as a musician. I don't see it that way. It's just like I'm a musician. I want to talk to other musicians about what they're doing as well. I don't care the fact that I make music too. So like. I think a lot of artists look at it that way. They're like, "Oh, like if I'm making music, it's just gonna be. It's got, I gotta, you know, focus on me, and I can't be talking about no one else." So I, I, that's the way I see it personally. Um, so yeah, man. So, question: Did you get a lineup for this episode, bro? I got a lineup on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a lineup on Thursday. Yeah. Where'd you yeah. go? Um, I go to Decache in uh, Rosendale. Shout out to my barber Joel. He hooks it up, man. I tip him well, man. Shout out to Joel and all, but. Uh, big fresh i feel obligated to give primos the plug at least one <laughs> our barbershop brought me and abu together one and two you can go there for a crispy and i'm talking about with tip a tip they're satisfied with 21 dollars. anything Damn. you want but i don't know about the beard how much the beard cost like 25 total i don't know <laughs> <laughs> me, me neither man yeah beards is a little extra beards and, extra. and it's a free spanish lesson every time you go in yeah because yeah, they Literally, I learn a new Spanish word every time I go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my barbershop bar I go to, they, they're all Dominican, so they'll always be speaking Spanish. So my Spanish is still not progressed. I'm still very like, uh, I don't know what y'all say. <laughs> so would you ever go back to another race of barber after Dominican? Yeah, I'd go to a black barbershop, man. I would not. Nah, I would, I would, I would. Um I, I, but I noticed, like, when I go to white barber shops, like, they don't use the straight edge razors. They don't, bro. I'm like, what the fuck? Unless you, go to, <laughs> unless you go to an old Italian dude, and they won't use shaving cream. They'll use soap for your okay. edges. They'll use hot soap. You know, like a hot soap dispenser? Yeah. They, they, yeah, they'll edge you up like that. Oh, shit. Man, I didn't even know that. No. And then they'll rub your back and make you feel good about yourself, bro. they give you a massage? I'm like, yeah. Thank you. That's what I needed. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever gotten, like, a really chintzy haircut? Like, something like, chintzy's the wrong word. I don't even know what chintzy means, bro. Yeah, ch- ch- chintzy was, is actually the antonym of what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um, have you ever gotten like a really like exquisite haircut, like a $60, $70 haircut from somewhere? Nah, I ain't Because never. you got a lot going on up top nah, right now, bro. I ain't, nah, nah, I ain't never got a haircut like that, man. I mean, I take care of this part myself, man. Um, I just get What the, do you do? Do you do a curler? I, I, uh, yeah, I do a curler. I, I'll, I'll, I'll do I'll use my hands, bro. Yeah, I, just, I, I curl all my hands, man. You guys yeah. are lucky. A girl's haircut, 60 that's cheap. Yeah, no, that's no, no. easy. Yeah, girls be paying mad 60 money. Sixty would get be their hair fat. Done. Yeah, <laughs> sixty would be fat. Sixty bills, man. Yeah, so that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, I pay thirty, and I'm like, shit, that feels like a lot. <laughs> but I think as, especially as like you know, as a dude, when your career grows, there's just a there's a level of confidence you get from getting a more expensive haircut. I think that's why a lot of my friends do it. Like, there's a place called Boston Barber's Den where it's like a fifty dollar haircut every single time, but they cut they pop out looking like. Yeah, because they probably swag. yeah they probably be using shit other barbershops don't use. Like they definitely have like, like that like like that black shit they put off and they rip it off. You ever seen that? Yeah, 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 that should be looking crazy, man. I'm like they be going all out with it. And they got like the steamer and all that stuff. Like, and, and some of them will do like a a massager on your back. You know, you know, like the like the the vibrating massage guns yeah yeah they get a massage you get a hair, damn yeah let's, I mean, let's go yeah i mean hey, if you're getting a massage while you're getting your haircut then yeah pay 50 bills man. <laughs> so when you got the new piece was that is is that if i'm calling that right was that is that an effort to like a rebranding effort for the tape a little bit yeah no definitely definitely i mean i i, I definitely planned it out according to dropping the ep i i, I did want to uh, dye my hair a, a while back. I was gonna say you look like an artist. 
Well, that's what I'm trying to do, man. Like, I think people look at me and they're just like, oh, he's like he's the podcaster guy. And I'm just like, but he also makes music. But I want people to know, like, yo, like, I love doing the podcast and all, but I'm a musician at first, man. I've been doing this shit since I was 15, man. It's been eight years, bro. Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rapper. I'm a singer. I'm a guitarist. I'm a producer. Like, I got to let it be known, man, because I think people just think I'm a rapper and, like, like I, I got a lot to bring to the table, man. Like, I got a lot to bring to the table. And I, I think... You know, you know, not to not to brag, but I just think I, I I do a lot more than a lot of these other artists, man. A lot of these artists just rap. They don't. They can't make beats. They can't play instruments. I do that, and that that doesn't mean that it makes me a better artist, but it definitely, I, it definitely, I, I I can I have more to bring to the table. You know, have you had trouble separating the the podcasting career and podcasting image and and then also on a mindset tip saying okay i'm actually doing this to just build my music career has that been a struggle for you at first it was but now i just think like they're just two things you know what i mean like i i i I, i've i have no uh i don't feel pressure to be like oh snap like i gotta turn off the rapper and be the podcaster turn off the podcaster and be a rapper you know like it's just like i do both um like but like when i perform at shows like i I don't mention i do the podcast you know what i mean so like it it, you know it really just all depends man um but that's definitely like a, a good question because like i definitely know a lot of people look at me and they're like yo so like Cause a lot of artists look at me like, yo, it's like one or the other. Like, you gonna go all the way with this podcast? Or you gonna go all the way with this music? I'm like, yo, I'm gonna go all the way with both. And like, whatever becomes more popular becomes more popular. Like, so, so long term, like, if you had to drop one, could you choose one? Yeah, the podcast. You would drop the podcast. Yeah, I love the po- I love doing the podcast. But you're mom, young, Stephen A. Yeah. How could you leave us, bro? I know, that? I know, right? Is there a mo- moving truck outside? Yeah, yeah. It might be one of the event people. Mm, yeah no i heard that i heard that yeah <laughs> um but yeah man like I, I love doing the podcast it's just something i always wanted to do i've been a big fan of podcasts for like three four years now so like i'm, I'm glad i'm doing it and, I, and bro i'm telling you when you when i had initially had you on my show i was like yo damn this dude's presence is fire <laughs> i was like i'm not doing enough like oh, cool i'm getting cool people up here but i'm not being energetic enough on camera so thank you. Nah, man, I, I appreciate it, bro. I definitely, I definitely think it's very important to give that energy, man, because you don't know how well, someone. Well, you don't run out of energy. Nah, nah. Or th- do you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm running on three hours of sleep, man. So I, I say I, I bring energy when I need to, man. But I have my downtime. Well, why you know? were you up so late? Um, I, I was out. I was out with with someone yesterday. Oh, oh you and a shorty. <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was out with somebody, uh, uh, and uh, my friends FaceTimed me like late last night, and I was trying to get off. But you you're know, up, I, so you were up to like I was up to like four, man. I was up to like four, bro. What's wrong with you, dude? I stay up late, man. I wake up early, bro. I got try. I make sure to get what, my what, sleep, though, man. What do you normally do for sleep? How many hours? Eight, bro. Don't lie to me. No, I'm serious, bro. Because uh, so this I, is just a this was just a freak. No, nah, today today's a little different. No, nah, because last year I I, I had uh. I was definitely on some like insomniac type shit, and that was not good for my mental health. Like that shit fucked me up, like a dead ass. Like get your sleep, ladies and gentlemen. Like sleep deprivation is a real thing. Like it's, get your sleep because that shit will really like it will warp your shit. Like you will literally like hallucinate and like think shit that's not going. on. I'm dead ass, bro. Like no, no, yeah. One thing I've noticed about anyone who's ever had a breakdown, it's always been triggered by lack of sleep. Yeah, bro. Need you need well, to get your can you, here, I, I don't want to. I don't want to pin you either. But you talk about a lot in the tape. Are you comfortable talking about like how you kind of weren't sleeping for a while and you were up and out? Yeah. Okay. Can you just like kind of elaborate on it? Yeah, man. So like around like like August like 2018, I was definitely I had definitely had um, it was definitely like a manic episode. I was um, you know not have not getting a lot of sleep and just on top of that like you know having that manic episode. And it led me to a point where I was just like wilding the fuck out. I was I was super confident, and I was definitely like it looked cool on surface, but like on the like overall, like I was definitely like talking to my parents all crazy and just doing all you know just saying dumb shit to them and um, like all that shit. And you, like, and you weren't really sleeping. Nah, bro. Like I I I I I had went like 
four days without sleep one time, man. That will fuck you up. Yeah, I went with four days without sleep, and I met with this girl, and like I was like being really stupid like around her. Like just like like trying to impress her. Or? I was trying to impress her. Yeah, I was trying to impress her, and I was like just being way too co- like cocky. I was like, "Yo, you're looking at the next big artist from Boston, baby." Like I'm telling you right now, you stay with me. I'll take you on the ride. Like so, you down for the- like dumb shit? Like <laughs> what did she think? Um, she was like, "This kid could be the chosen one." Yeah, well, she was definitely like she was definitely fucking with it until I started crying to her. Like, yo, like I take this shit seriously, man. Like I was out of my fucking mind, bro. So much so that. Like I um after she left, I was just running around a parking lot. Like, yo, like somebody who's here, like somebody help me out. Like I was just yelling for shit. So you're having a really real deal break. I had a, a straight up like a, a wild manic episode, man. Do you do you remember it? Yeah, no, I remember that shit very vividly, man. The cops showed up, like like six cops showed up. Six fire trucks showed up, man. Ambulance showed up. They thought I was up to some like crazy shit. I was trying to break into a mall. They put me in handcuffs, bro. And, and this was off the four days no sleep. Yeah, this was when like I was just like, oh, like you know, wildin', wildin'. Were, were you um, doing drugs? I only was on weed. I was. I had the dad pen. I was just smoking the dad pen. Um, and uh, yeah, they 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 had me in handcuffs, and I think they realized I was just out of my fucking mind. And so they took me out of handcuffs. It was kind of funny because like the cop was like, "So you're a rapper, bro?" I was telling him I'm a rapper. I was like, "Yo, rap something for me. I rap something for him." It was funny. The bars got me out of the the cuffs. <laughs> I spit some bars for him. He was like, "You know, like two minutes later, like, yo, get him out of the cuffs, man." Like, they, like yeah, I'm dead serious. Yeah, yeah. I'm not playing so, with yeah, you. Yeah, somebody needs to do a background check on that cop, bro. <laughs> I'm dead ass, bro. It's like rap for me, and I'll let you go. Yeah, basically that's what happened. I rap for him. He was like, "Yo, I should fire. Let him go." <laughs> But they didn't let me go necessarily. Um, they they actually put me on a, a stretcher, and, and then that's how I ended up in a psychiatric ward for like, like ten days. Yeah, that shit was crazy, bro. There's some crazy motherfuckers there. I know. I've been to one. There's some crazy it's motherfuckers sad. there. It's very sad, bro, because there's people there who've been there for like years. People that are there for months, and it's it, it was definitely a very eye-opening thing. It definitely like humbled the shit out of me, and it definitely made me understand the importance of like mental health, taking care of yourself. So, well, yeah, well, question. So, August 2018, you graduated school the same in spring of 2018. Uh, I technically, I so I walked in May. And then finished. I didn't finish classes until August. Okay, yeah. And but, I definitely had part to do. But we're the same age, so, like, everyone was moving on with their life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, were you at a point where, like, you didn't have a job and you had no direction and that's kind of what you think led up to it? Or, like... Yeah, you does, know... Does mental health run in your family? Um, a, a little bit. A little bit. I think so. I, like, more so on my dad's side. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, um, like you've had family members who've had breakdowns. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um... Yeah, I think more so on my on my dad's side. Um, but yeah, uh, I um, I forget what I was, I was even gonna say. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, um, it's definitely just very important to like you know take care of your mental health, man. I think one of the best things that really helped me out was seeing a therapist, man. Seeing a therapist was very helpful because this is some shit out there you can't you can't just talk to certain like friends about certain things. Like you gotta like you gotta have an unbiased person who's there to talk to and like break it down for you i i have a problem with therapy thinking of it sometimes just because you're cutting a check for someone though yeah but, no, but i feel you how did you get over that barrier because you're like oh shit i'm paying this person 160 dollars an hour to listen to me yeah they'll say anything they want i sometimes like they'll say anything that makes me feel good so they i come back for another episode do they actually care did that did you ever have an issue with that um Nah, not, not not really, not really, man. I definitely feel like it just helped though, cause it just I was just able to. You want, you want the water? Not, nah, nah, I just, okay. yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, just podcast belts, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, 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 I'm good, though. I'm good. Yeah, just, <laughs> you're showing the shorties the biceps. We know what's going on here. <laughs> you know, tight ass shirt. <laughs> you're looking beefy, bro. <laughs> man, I don't even lift no more, man. I just straight just uh, cardio, bro. I just be running like crazy, man. H- has that helped you? Yeah, man, definitely getting the cardio in helps, like, just with my mental state, man. Definitely helps a lot, bro. I definitely, like, suggest anybody out there. Like, I don't even work out, like, that much. It's just, like, three times a week, man. 
30 minutes. Like, I, like I, it's not, like, people think, like, you got to, like, work out six times a week and have, like, be on keto diet and all this shit. Like, I, I don't do none of that. I, I eat how I want, but I just make sure to get my cardio in. I do it more so for the mental state. I don't, I don't like, do it for my body. Like, I, I, I have a really fast metabolism. I don't get fat, really. Not yet. Or not, hopefully not ever. But you know what I'm trying to say. Don't, like, don't speak too soon, bro. Yeah, I don't want to get fat, bro. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so... Real quick, back to therapy. Yeah, so like, no, definitely. Let's talk about that. So, you, when you when you go to talk therapy, are you ever thinking like, okay, th- this is this person's job is to make me feel good about myself. They don't actually care. Is how mm-hmm. do you develop that relationship with a therapist? You know, it's funny. I never thought that when I went to see a therapist. Like, yo, this dude's like just trying to make me feel better because he was kind of critical on me. Like, you let me know, like, yo, man, like that's. Like you want you you want some bullshit with that? Like well, let me tell you this. Like you actually gave me good advice, and definitely one thing I made sure I did, man. I made sure to see a black therapist, bro. I was gonna say, how did you choose your therapist? I told my psychiatrist, like, yo, give me a black therapist. Wait, what's the difference <laughs> between your psychiatrist and your therapist? A, so a psychiatrist is basically just um, they prescribe. They correct? prescribe drugs. Yeah, so they prescribe drugs. Um, the therapist is just like you're just there to talk to like about your shit. Um, more so, so that's that's just that's like at surface the main difference. So yeah, um, I, I don't see a therapist, and I haven't seen a therapist in like shit in a long time, man. Probably not since like March, because like I, I don't know, like I, I was like I think once I started like being able to make more money. And, like, I kind of just, like, got my bearings back. I, I was like, ah, I'm, I'm kind of good on the therapist. But, like, if I need to go back and see a therapist, like, I'll do it. Um, but, like, at this point in time, I definitely don't need to do it. Like, I think I'm all good right now. And so your psychiatrist said, hey, I think you'd be great with this therapist. And then mm-hmm. how many sessions did it take where you actually started feeling comfortable with them to open up about what might have led you to having a breakdown? I, I mean, I let it all be known that first that first session. Like I was just like, were you, were you crying in person? Nah, 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 nah. I, I didn't cry. Nah, nah, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, I, I was able to just, you know, tell like it is. You know, let them know like all the shit that was going on. Like just in terms of like, you know, a lot of the shit that was really bugging me out at first was like, oh, like, I live at home with my parents, and I don't, I'm not making a lot of money off the music, and my podcast isn't as popular as it was. And then like just more as time went on, I just started counting my blessings, and I'm just like, man, like shit's actually not that bad, bro. Like shit could be a lot worse. And so I think I looked at it that way, and that's why I think I'm in such a like better state of mind now, man. Like I'm. I'm literally like the happiest I've ever been, bro. Like no bull. Like, and I've never said that shit. Like that sentence in my life. But like, I'm dead ass. Like, really on some other shit right now. Like, I really feel. I really feel good. I feel confident, man. I really feel like shit's working out for me, man. I think all that shit that happened last year and like all the shit that I went through, man. I really think that like it's just molding me to be stronger, tougher, and like really like take on shit better, man. Like. Look at shit for what it is, for real. How did your family take it when they heard you had a breakdown initially? Um, they were fucking nervous, bro. My my mom and dad were like, "Oh my god, like what the hell? Like how did this even happen?" And for a while, like I let my my parents know, like, "Yo, like do not tell the rest of the family about this. Like please don't, because I don't think they would. Like I I I know how like certain families, especially you know at least I can speak for like black families, man. Like, like I was gonna say, I mean, I have a friend who who's battled with some stuff too he's my black friend yeah it's it's it was much harder for him to discuss this with his parents as it would be if i was going through the same thing with my mom yeah because they're just like oh you're sad like get over it oh you're depressed get over it oh you're talking about being suicidal get over it it's like nah like mental health is real man like like is this shit's like serious and you gotta like take the right steps to take care of it and like the therapy definitely helped working out definitely helped you know making sure i was making more money like being more what was your diet um not the greatest not the greatest eating a lot of fast food and shit like so i definitely think (laughs) i don't know if that had anything to do with it though to be honest with you um you you still eating the fast food or what yeah man i had dunkin donuts on the way here bro That's that's fast casual yeah, that's fast casual. Yeah, it's not like I <laughs> and I had the Popeye chicken sandwich yesterday, so I ain't even. <laughs> Everyone's freaking out about that. Have you guys tried it? 
Bro, I was in line for that shit 30 minutes, bro. And like, when the I, line was that fat. Yeah. Which Popeyes? The one right across from PRX? I, I went to the one in Rosendale. Yeah. Right, um, American Legion Highway. Yeah, I know exactly where that is. Yeah, there was saying. Oh, that's like, Rosendale? I thought that was Mattapan. Um, American. No, it's, it's Rosendale. Is it? is I think so. It's like, I mean, it's like. It's like You're talking about, and there's like the cemetery right there on the other side? Uh yeah 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 okay that one yeah um yeah dude they were like saying there at the Popeyes like yo we're about to run out of bread so like we're about to be out of chicken sandwiches and the dude in the back was just like yo just serve us the chicken patty then yo <laughs> and the whole place started laughing I remember I got my sandwich and then one of the ladies was joking with me she was like how much are you gonna sell a chicken sandwich for I'm like I ain't selling this for shit I'm getting the fuck out of here why why are <laughs> I don't want no freak, smoke why are people freaking out about the chicken sandwich so much. It's pretty good, man. It's definitely better what, than Chick Fil A. But well, what, what's new about it? Is it just the first time they've offered it on the menu? Yeah, this is the first time Popeyes ever had like a chicken sandwich before. It's good, but like it ain't worth stabbing somebody over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't that good. <laughs> it ain't that good, man. So people, um, I know people are really like flipping these chicken sandwiches. Bro. Yeah, bro, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy all all over a freaking chicken sandwich, bro. It's insane. And I'm not gonna lie, Was man. It it was great. It tasted really good, but like I, I'm not gonna lie, I had to take like tums after, bro. Like it shit made my stomach feel bad, so I'm not gonna get that again. Like I'm serious, I shit made me feel fucking terrible. I was like, I'm not. That's getting- fried chicken, bro. What do you expect? Yeah, exactly. I know, I know, but you, I, I mean, like Chick Fil A ain't never made my stomach feel bad, so Chick Fil A still is on top. But if, but if Popeye's gonna cut that that sponsored check for the podcast, you better watch that mouth, bro. Oh, yeah, 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 yo, Popeyes, yo, I ain't trying to shit on y'all, man, if y'all trying to cut that check. You got no beef. Holla at your boy. <laughs> I'll be I'll be rocking orange and all that shit. I already got the orange going on right now, so we're already starting that process, man. <laughs> I know, you got that little Boch Bonnie on you, bro. Yeah, so many people are like, yo, you look like Wiz Khalifa. Yo, you look like XXX Tentacion. I, I was going to say, didn't X do something similar? So, like, X had it different, man. Like, he had the whole left side, like, beach blonde you know and he had dreads like it's like he had a different look and wiz had the afro and it was like beach blonde so like my shit's a little different like this is like this is my own shit like that's the amir max and it's all fat yeah man like this is this is a little different i might even dye it red next time man just to Whoa. switch it up yeah I what, what, would th- what would that tape be called huh what would that tape be called if i dyed it red yeah shit bro i don't know man i ain't even thinking i ain't even thinking about my next tape bro if it's committed then <laughs> It's determined. Determined, yo. <laughs> oh, shit. Dedicated or something like that. Yeah. I'm not even thinking about my next tape, bro. Right now, like, I'm just going to be focused more on, like, singles and, like, trying to collab with more artists because I just feel like this project I dropped, I, th- I think I dropped a bomb on people with this one, man. I had people hit me up like, yo, this shit's beautiful, bro. Like, I ain't never had someone tell me my music is beautiful. I was like, damn, I did something, you know? Like, I felt, I, re- I really, I almost cried when someone told me. I was like, damn, I, 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 like the realness prevailed like because i kept it a hundred on this project man i really did so are you ever what do you do to prevent having more more manic breakdowns now was it a one-time thing do your doctors warn you like you know you might be susceptible to have another i don't even mean to say it's gonna happen i'm just wondering no 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 that's definitely a good question man um i uh I, you know, it's funny, I thought about it, and I actually had another manic episode back my freshman year of college, and I think what but like could definitely like spark it for me is when I'm starting something new. So like my freshman year of college, I was just, I was starting, to, I, had a, I had a group, yeah. and I, I started a label, I started KMG, Calvary Music Group, that's, that's not a thing no more, but I started that, and I was making t-shirts, and I was putting out music, and people were telling us the shit. So, like, when I had all that going, I think that has something to do with the manic episode and definitely, like, um, uh, what's it called? Like, just, like, staying up late, not getting enough sleep. So, I think when I start something new and, like, something, like, is it's going well, I think that's when it happened. Because as soon as I said, though, I'm going to start a podcast and all that shit came about, I think that, that's also when the manic episode started well, happening last also, year. That's also a naturally anxious time, I think, for most kids. After mm-hmm. that summer of college, and then it's like, oh shit, my friend's gonna go work at Fidelity or KPMG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm sure you had a lot going on. Yeah, it was definitely that, man. You know, I definitely, and that, that had a lot to do with, like, you know, like the depression that I had, too. Like, I saw, like, oh man, my, my friend making 60K there, he making 70K there. Like, yo, he got a good job lined were, were up. You, were you very broke when you had the breakdown? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was definitely, like, I, I had a bunch of money saved up. 
I was doing like Uber. Um, I still do Uber because like I mean I, I do Lyft now. Uber fucking be paying less. But anyway, um, <laughs> like so like, I had a lot of money saved up, so I wasn't really working. So like I was just like spending, 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 not working. So. Well, dude, yeah, I think my weakest. It's fucked up how it works, but like my weakest point was when I literally like checked my bank account and I had like 78 bucks in it and it was probably right around that same time yeah I had like nothing <laughs> because <Yeah>. like <laughs> well because you gotta you need money to get shit started you know what I'm saying yeah bro you want merch you gotta spend 200 to get it going like 200 yeah well it depends depends on how you be, how you be getting your merch made man I haven't even made merch yet but like <laughs> It's not 200, bro. Nah, not 200. Yeah, brace yourself, all right? Yeah, all right. People be trying to scam me out here, man. Shit, I gotta... I gotta. No, I it's gotta, much more than 200. It's more than 200? Oh, okay. The like, guy I was talking to... He's exponentially like, more. Damn. Uh, what type of product are you getting, bro? Uh, he was just like saying t-shirts with the Tempazone logo on it, like 24 for 200. Oh, that's... Yeah. That's actually pretty... Decent. Yeah, I, I thought that sounded pretty standard. Screen print? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I gotta get on the merch, bro. I'm slacking on that because I got mad people like, yo, where the merch? I know, and Jack made your logo. Yeah, I know he made my logo, man. Shout out to Jack, man. That logo fire, bro. I'm, 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 I'm happy with that, that logo. That was dope. Because like at first, like I had an idea, and like he was like, oh, this is cool, but yo, let me, let me do my thing on it. And he did his thing on it. It fucking came out great. I know man. it was first try, right? Uh, I think it took two, two, two tries because the first one looked very. It looked like the MGM shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yo, we got we to freak that. And he, he definitely made it look a lot better, man. So, like, yeah, shout out to Jack, man. He's a beast with the, the graphic designs, bro. <laughs> Do you ever think that, like, the fact you have manic tendencies is a, a benefit because you have a, a higher motor and you can obsess easier? Yeah, definitely, bro. Because, to be honest with you... So I have manic tendencies in my family. Yeah. And I've never had a breakdown. Mm-hmm. Pray to God I never do. Yeah, you know no, you saying? don't you don't want that. Well, bro. I've been really conscious of it since I was young that I have people in my family that are not totally always stable. Mm-hmm. And so I've noticed that I have tendencies kind of like with everything I run and I channel it through work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Have you have you noticed the same stuff for yourself? Yeah, I definitely think it gives me that drive, man. Um, one of the things that definitely helped me out um, was definitely listening to music. And um, when Kanye dropped the project Yay, that shit really like helped me out because he talked about bipolar disorder, and that's what I was diagnosed with. I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and the shit that Kanye West talks about, you know, on um, uh, Yikes at the end of the song, he's like, uh, they saying I'm off meds, on meds. They saying bipolar disorder. This this ain't a disability. This a superpower. I'm a superhero. Like that shit actually. That shit really like helped me to fuck out. I was like, yo, he's right. Being bipolar is a, is a superpower, if you ask me. And so that's the way I looked at it. And I looked at all the people who are diagnosed with bipolar disorder. I can only name two right now, but Kanye West and um, Dwayne Johnson. Like Those guys, are they're, they're diagnosed with that too. I'm like, oh, shit. And that definitely helped me out. And a, but there was a bunch of other like successful people who also were diagnosed with it. And when I saw that, I was like, shoot, man, like. I ain't alone on this. Like these, look at these successful people. They got it, and they look what they do. Like these are like some of the biggest names in their fields. So like that, that definitely like helped me out a lot. For do real. you think that? I think giving a name to it sometimes can also belittle it. Like be like you'll feel belittled by saying, no, "Yeah, I'm bipolar." Yeah. In your mind, are you ever like, you know what? I think a little bit differently than most people. Yeah, I'm a little nuts, but that's just me. Yeah, that's the way I look at it, man. Like I like I know I'm tapped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I know I think differently I, I, than most I've told people. you before when you're on my <laughs> podcast, I'm like, yo, Connor's a crazy dude, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I've told, I told you that before, man. <laughs> we cleared that one out, man. Uh, but yeah, man, like, like I, I, you know, and the thing I want to make sure, like, I don't want people thinking, like, yo, this dude's crazy, bro. Like, holy shit. Like, I don't, this dude weird. Like, like, cause some people be looking at that way. Like, you tell them, like, yo, like, yeah. Well, there's a stigma with the word bipolar, you know what I'm hell saying? Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Um, But for me, like, I, you know, I never really looked like that, like, to hold me back. I really think what really messed me up was the sleep deprivation. For sure. That was but more, the, that's it, the part that I think was more so, like, the trigger a trigger for everybody. Yeah. And, and then, you know taking the meds i was taking meds for like seven months I, I, what I did they get you on zoloft no nah, not zoloft i was taking uh lithium and i was taking risper risperidone 
Yeah, I don't take oh, you that said, Yeah, you said that in, in one of the songs on the tape. Yeah, bipolar self, um, the mood swings, they get me. And lithium, no help, it's risperdone, it's heavy. Yeah, yeah, that's the realest shit I ever wrote, bro. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real-ass bar, like... When people hear that, like, hopefully I don't go over their heads. Like, I'm dead ass. Like, that, that, that line true as fuck, bro. Yeah. What was the opening line? To that verse? No, no. It was a... Uh, I wrote it down. <laughs> Shit. To I that think, song? No, I think on paper it was like, what am I going to do without the money? Oh, yeah. Don't know what to do yeah. without the money. Yeah. And I, I start the project off with that because, like... When, you know, after I graduated college, that's what I was thinking. I was like, damn, I need to get my money up. And that's why, like, I started the podcast. And I was like, we're like. I know. That shit was hilarious, though. You were, like, delusional about how fast you think it would grow. I was wild when I first started. (laughs) Dude, I literally hit up, like, 60 people that day, bro. I, like people I shouldn't have hit up. I was like, yeah, man. So like, I'm starting a podcast. Like, you want to be on? I'm starting a podcast. Like, I was calling mad people and all, but like, yo, I, well, sure. Like, like literally, like all those, like literally, like all those people I called, like only like three of them ended up being on the podcast because <laughs> I was hitting up friends who don't make music. I was just like, oh, anybody can be on. Like, well, you yeah. were pumped. Yeah, I was just pumped as hell, man. And it's funny because um, I think. Like, now that, like, I'm on episode 50, I dropped two projects this year, I'm doing mad shows, it kind of actually helped out, because now people are looking at me like, oh, they see now. And I think that made me learn to shut up and, like, let's talk more action. Like, I'm all about that. Like, I I used to always talk on my IG and, like, say, like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I always see mad rappers do that. I'm like, yo, shut up and do it, bro. Like you always, people rappers always talking about yo. Watch me do this. Yo, next year my year. Yo, make yo make it your year and don't tell me it's gonna you gonna make it your year. Just do it, bro. Cause so many artists out here talk about what they about to do and they don't just do it. And I'm, I, I, I <laughs> young Tony Robbins. <laughs> yo, for real, bro. With the motivational, I'm telling you, man. Just do that shit. Like Shia LaBeouf says, man. Like just do it. <laughs> you know, like it's real, man. Hey, any questions over here, Sammy Spielberg? You got anything? Uh, I don't know. Back to like the bipolar. <laughs> how has it like affected you? Has it affected you in a way you thought it would or wouldn't? I don't think it really like. You mean like right now? No, not right now. I'm saying before, before, because you were diagnosed, right? Yeah. Before you were diagnosed, what did like did did something in your mind change before, like after you were diagnosed versus when? You, yeah, did your mindset... Yeah, that's, on, that's what I was trying to say. I, I understand what you're saying. Just to clarify, I think what he's asking... Yeah, is, no, like, I, no, I definitely understand what you're trying to ask. Um, I, I definitely... what what Just being diagnosed with it definitely made me, to, like, take, you know, sleep seriously more. And it definitely made me go, like, yo, like, mental illness is real. Like, because I, I didn't think that could ever happen to me. Like, I, I remember when they told me, I was like, what? Like, like I'm, I'm bipolar. Like, what the fuck? Like, like I, I couldn't believe it, man. I was like, that's crazy. I was like, that's, that's so weird. Like, I can't believe like I would end up in that situation. So it definitely like it was, a, it was definitely like a humbling experience. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely think I needed that to just like slow the brakes. You know what I'm saying? I definitely had too much dip on my chip, and I definitely needed somebody to be like, yo, like. You, you need to slow down, buddy. So like, I def, I think that's all that did for me. Like it def, like. Like, other than, like, because like, after, like, I came back from the psychiatric ward, I had I did have a depressed episode because that's, like, what bipolar is. Like, you have a manic episode, then you have a depressed episode. So, like, once I got over the depression, I was good, bro. Like, I, I shook that shit off, and I definitely felt a lot better, you know? It's pretty incredible how open you are about this. Like, Yeah, man. I let the world know, bro. That's what I was going to ask. Was, there, was that, like, a big kind of thought process if you wanted to talk about this on the EP, or did it just feel natural right from the beginning? Um, well, I, you've always been kind of an open dude, right? Yeah, well, well, for, it took a long time for me to, like, talk about this, because this is all really stuff spanning from, like, August of 2018 to, like, January of, of 2019, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I kind of got over it, like, in March. Like, March, I was definitely feeling a lot better, and I definitely got in a better mind state. So, uh, for me, like, it, it's not really that hard to talk about it and like the fact like it's november now and the project dropped like i was definitely like i'm i'm comfortable to talk about this stuff like i'm 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 okay with like getting it out there um it definitely was hard because i definitely say some shit on the project like the song change like change and glow those are two songs like you listen to that and you you will have an understanding like shit i've been through so like for me like you know, it, it was hard to do it, but I was like, I got to do it. And 
I think just being a hundred percent yourself in your music definitely just it just helps, man. The realness prevails. Like that's 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 my saying. That's that's definitely something I live by. And you know, I'm, I'm not afraid to live my truth. Like it is what it is. You know. Did people's reactions to it surprise you ever? Like I wonder, your friends maybe didn't know this about you, heard it on the EP, and then I don't know how did that how did that come back? Were, were, were yeah. you were you um, also building on that? Were you initially nervous at all? Of of how people were gonna react to you telling them like, hey man, I was just in the psych hospital. Um, my friends were very understanding, man. Uh, my friends were definitely very like, it's all good. Like, we we got you. They were very understanding. A lot of people were very understanding, and it almost makes me feel like if this happened, like if like if I was the same age and all this stuff happened ten years ago, I don't think it would have been this way. I think a lot because I think a lot of people see, you know, a lot of people talk about mental health nowadays. You see it all over the place. It's definitely a lot more. Like a lot of people just be hopping on that shit and saying like, yo, like I, you know, I suffer from anxiety. I suffer from depression. Like you see a lot of people say that nowadays. So. Um, I definitely think in the times we're in, I think it definitely people were, you know, the, my friends and family were definitely a lot more understanding. And and funny thing about this, a lot of my fan, like, you know, I'm saying all this stuff on this episode, like, and that's funny. I even I haven't even told a lot of my family members a lot of this stuff, man. So like a lot of my family members, but don't notice. But like, yeah, I it, it had to be time to tell them, man. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I don't want to be like an advocate for, like, I mean, like. I don't mind it, like having to be an advocate for like mental health and stuff, but like you know, it's, I'm just talking my truth, man. Talking about what I went through. So. I also like that that you're not sympathizing for yourself, like nah, man. You know how a lot of people talk about mental health and act like their life's like the hardest thing of all time. Nah, like, bro. You're, like it, 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 it happened. It is what it is, and you just gotta keep it moving, bro. Like yeah, like you know, I went through that shit. It was it was a tough road, but like you know, Tom Tom will cure those wounds, and like that's definitely what happened, man. And and like I said, like I, you know, I'm feeling 100, percent bro. I'm I'm good to go, man. I'm I'm back on my feet, you know, doing what I gotta do, man. So like for me, like I I just just gotta make it happen, bro. Can't can't no excuses, you know. Committed. Committed, bro. I'm committed to this shit, bro. I'm committed to the game, man. You got one big fresh? Yeah, actually, so... <clears throat> Haymaker. Haymaker coming. Oh, shit. I'm ready. I'm ready. So, you know, with you kind of um, learning more about mental health and, like, how that affects you, um, how does that change how you deal with things like, you know, any kind of creative block? Because, like, you know, while being an artist is therapeutic in the sense that you're, like, expressing yourself, I think it also... Um, takes a toll on like your self-esteem and like how you view yourself so like how did how has that kind of changed for you over the years yeah man you know i definitely feel um <clears throat> i definitely feel that i uh i just have i just feel like i just have a, a better understanding of who i am uh, i definitely i think it was just like a growing process for real like i, I definitely just um it just helped me understand like you know what what to do how to move and i just learned myself a lot more man for real like it definitely it definitely helped me a lot i i had to go through this like i had to make it happen i i ain't never really had no like struggle like that or had to deal with like serious like shit so this was like i think this is like the the most serious like that was the most serious shit i ever dealt with and i definitely think that it just toughen me up a little bit, you know, so I, 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 you know, that's the way I see it, and in terms of the music, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make the music I wanna make, um, but I definitely am leaning more to just keeping it, like, as real as possible, so, you know, a lot of that brag rap, I don't really, like, I, 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 I don't feel the need to do that, like, as much, like, I, I, cause, you know, I see a lot of artists do that, I'm just like, man, you don't got nothing else to say, like, you got nothing else to say, and, like, for me, you know, I'm just, like, focused more on talking about, like, love and breakup, mental health, that's, like, like, those are, like, my main topics that I'm trying to be on nowadays, you know what I'm saying, and just, like, like, uh, like, you know, talking about bouncing back, like, that type of stuff, motivational type shit, that's the kind of wave I'm gonna be on, and every now and then, I'll drop the party songs, I got, I got, like, three party songs I have, I, that were in the process when I made this project, but I couldn't put it on there, I was like, I gotta leave that aside, so. I know just what you want. <laughs> Good old Wave, man. Yeah, Wave. I, lo wave. I love that song. Yeah, Wave. You. Wave's a great one, man. Thank you, thank you. It's funny when we first, the first episode we did, I had showed you, I showed you that after I was like, yeah. yo, man. No, you're like, yo, bro, it's that new shit I'm yeah. on, bro. Yeah, I was like, yo, I, this is, this is, this is it. Like, this is the one right here. So I was definitely, I was definitely very uh, confident and happy to show that one, man. Yeah, people, people love that track, bro. <laughs> I love that track. Thank ja you, man. Jack loves that track. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey Bonkers loves that track. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> 
Shout out to him, man. Yeah, I was uh, definitely scared to drop that pro- that, that song because it's just so R&B. You know what I mean? It's such a trap soul type of record. So for me, like doing that, breaking out of that seal, like being like such a rapper rapper for so long, like I, I was definitely nervous. So when the reception was like, yo, we, we fuck with this, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Word I people are with it. So well, there's a lot of that on the tape. Yeah, man, I definitely was doing, you know, I got, like, a rock song on this project. Like, Gone is a straight rock record, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I, you know, uh, uh, um, what's it called? Um, Over is, like, a pop record. Like, there's really only, like, four, like, like three rap songs on this record. But, so, it's it's called, it's a rap album on, on like, all streaming platforms. But, like, it's really a multi-genre album. But I, I still like to be labeled a rapper. I know some people might look at me as a singer. But if Post Malone and Roddy Rich and St. John are considered rappers, then I'm a rapper too. Shit, because those guys be singing. <laughs> Basically, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird, man. The lines have blurred so much with hip-hop nowadays. Like, what the hell is a rapper now, bro? How is Post Malone a rapper? Like, it's, uh, the way I see it, man, I'm cut from the cloth. You use melody, you're singing. I don't care how you're doing. I, I don't you know, know many artists who sing in Boston, though, really. Do you, Abu? Do like the, the auto tune rap? You're one of a few I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thoughts kind of does it a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's starting to become more of the of the mainstream. Yeah. So that's what yeah, I was definitely, with pop. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, you're definitely starting to see a lot more artists. Boston will probably get on it like three years late, <laughs> and, then will, and, and, and then it will be like a new some sort of new genre. Yeah, and then everybody's gonna be doing it, man. I I really think I think what, what's gonna happen with music, man. I really think you gotta have two or more genres. I think that's just gonna be music in general, bro. You have to be multifaceted. Nah, yeah, seriously. Like, you better like you like you know hip hop and R and B. Like, that's like peanut butter and jelly. So like that always works out. But some people might be hip hop and pop. Some people might be pop and rock, rock and R and B. Like you, you gotta have two genres. You can't. Like, it's really, really difficult to just be like a straight up rapper. You know what I'm saying? Just solely do like rap. Like you gotta you better bring bars. You better be real with your stories. Like I think it's that's I think that's very difficult to like pull off. But if you can do it, like that's that's a great way to pop. <laughs> you know? Alright, I got two more questions. Okay. You ready? I'm ready, bro. Who's ready? <laughs> Who's pumped for these two questions? First question. What how important now that you're aware of your disorder and that sometimes you think in ain't no disability exactly how what what sort of disciplines have you instituted and how important has discipline been to keeping a steady mood hmm that's a good question man because there's a lot of studies coming out about obviously about mental health one with exercise and diet yeah and so have you noticed a a change what a pun. Yeah, that change. Man. Yeah, that change, man. I, I mean, I made that change in terms of, like, like I said, like making sure I get my sleep, making sure I, I, I keep a, a workout regimen. That definitely helps me out a lot. Definitely keeps my, my shit together. Having a job, has it helped you structure-wise? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And just keeping myself occupied, man. Um, uh, Just always keeping the, the brain active. You know what's funny? Another thing that's really helped me out a lot, man, is, like, watching a movie every night, bro. I'm serious. You watch like, a movie every night? Every night, bro. No way. I watch a movie every what'd you, night. What did you watch last night after the shorty date? Uh, no, nah, I didn't watch a movie last night. I was tired as fuck last night, bro. What, what about um, Friday night? Um, I, I watched a, a documentary on... um, like, So it was just movies and documentaries, but I watched a documentary on a Quincy Jones, bro. That was... That's a musician? Yeah, bro. Quincy Jones, bro. Like He has 2,900 songs, 300 albums. He's behind the most selling... Like most selling album ever, Thriller, the most sell, the the most high selling single ever, We Are the World. Like Quincy Jones is that nigga, bro. Like he is straight up a beast. Like you can't like. Was you, it on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's, it's it's called Quincy, and he like he worked with like he worked with Frank Sinatra and Michael Jackson. Like you could like you don't have to mention nothing else about Quincy Jones, man. That is boss, bro. Has he worked with Lil Tay? <laughs> Now you just gotta work with Lil Tay, and then it's just like, yo, this boom. game over. Or Playboy bro. Cardi, and it's like, yo, we go. internet up. will blow up. <laughs> Playboy Cardi's next album produced by Quincy Jones. Internet will blow up. Whoa! And that's the people you're gonna see, like, yo, Playboy Cardi putting on Quincy Jones. 
No, people do that shit, man. Yeah. So the internet works. Yeah, like when uh, Post Malone had that song with Ozzy Osbourne, people were like, uh, yo, Post Malone putting on Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> that I, shit's I, funny, I, man. I know. Yeah, they said <laughs> there was like similar memes like that when um, Kanye did all the work with Paul McCartney. Yeah, people were like, yo, Kanye like, putting yo, on Paul <laughs> McCartney. Yeah. Yo, Kanye really built this man up. Yeah. <laughs> He was just like a normal piano player before this. Mm-hmm. That's bad for you. All right, final question. Yeah. I just saw a genius um, article about the top 100 albums of 2010, 2019. Mm-hmm. Give me your favorite three from the last nine years. It's a Pimp a and Butterfly. Then I, and, then I, and then I'm going to grab one, just one from each of you. Yeah. Um, it's a Pimp a Butterfly, uh, Because the Internet, and... Um, Tetsuo and Youth, Lupe Fiasco. Give me one album. What's, wait, Ooh, weren't you? Know. You were born in 2010. <laughs> 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 oh, word, okay. Damn. Go ahead. What? Me? Acid Rap. Mm, that's a good choice. That was so big. Acid Rap's a shit. That was so big. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be some crazy shit. <laughs> no, I'm going to have to go with uh, My Beautiful Dark Toast of Fantasy. Mm. That's what they gave number one, too. Yeah, that that's, sound is that's like... That's a good one, yeah. It's still It's unreal. funny, as much as I was talking about Kanye, I didn't even choose a Kanye album, but like, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good choice, man. Because the internet was a dope choice. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, Did I, you go uh, to that tour? Um, because the internet? I did it. Nah, that was like, honestly, nah, one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Like, it's so immersive. Like, it's unreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only saw Gambino once. He was at Summer Jam, um, so that wasn't really like his show. But that's the only time I saw him live. Yeah, I'm a big Gambino fan, bro. You gotta think of one, bro. Love's Rage <laughs> too, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I fuck your bitch in the kitchen. Yeah, if you cry. I love Uzi. Nah, Uzi's yeah. the man, bro. Uzi's hype, bro. Man, bro. I love his energy, man. Hell yeah. Anyone gonna ask me or? So just in the episode. Sure, what's yeah, your favorite? favorite? Yeah, what's your favorite? My favorite album of all time is Take Care by Drake. Hmm. Of yeah. all time. Just Take Care. I got Crew Love on there, Doing It Wrong, Marvin's Room. Woo! I love that. Oh, that was, that's a vibe. That's a vibe. <laughs> I, love, I love Blonde by Frank mm-hmm. Ocean. Channel Orange mm-hmm. is better. You think so? I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. Can I tell you something really crazy and messed up? Go for it. When I was listening to Channel Orange with juniors in high school... Mm-hmm. And I kept playing Thinking About You on loop, right? And when I had heard about the song, I was staying at my dad's house mm-hmm. in Cambridge. I would never stay at my dad's house, right? <laughs> I would never sleep over at my dad's house. My parents were split. I'd always stay in Lincoln. My dad was in Cambridge. Mm-hmm. The one time I stayed at my dad's house, right? The fucking Boston bombing happened. Oh, shit. And so it sucks. And, and so his neighborhood is right off Mount Auburn Street. And so the FBI came down the street and shut down everything. And so it was such a beautiful song. But now every time I hear it, I think about it. It's fucking whack. Yeah, man. Damn. Like, what a beautiful song, you know? Yeah, bro. Damn, I think you might have ruined it for me. Yeah. Now you listen to that, you're just going to think about that. Yeah. Man. Well, that's two way. I got one more. Yeah. I don't know. Can we include mixtapes? Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. I really like Big Sean's Detroit mixtape. Ooh, oh, that's a good one, man. Yeah. I like the Soul Tape, Fabulous Soul Tape, and I like uh, Friday Night Lights by J. Cole. Mm, yeah, man. Those are some good ones, bro. Yeah, that Detroit mixtape is fire, bro. H- have you guys ever met someone who didn't like music? I've definitely met some people who are like, yeah, I don't really listen to music. And then it's just, you should, it, like, it you should no call sense. the police instantly. Uh, right? That's, that is that's like some psychopath behavior for sure. That, that is some yeah, sociopath shit. Yeah. The other day, my hair cutter actually, back to that, said she didn't like reading. So it doesn't matter how long, she just doesn't like the act of reading. I think that's Like bad. reading something on a shirt? She, she doesn't enjoy reading, and she has kids, and so she's like, they don't want to read. I don't blame them. I'm not going to make them read. Yo, that's whack. So we'll tell them to bump the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tell them to bump the podcast. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah but like she'd it. have to type it in. She'd have to find it. Oh yeah, that'd be <laughs> tough. That's wild. So when she looks at her phone, it's just like symbols. To her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like what? I don't know. <laughs> it's like I mean, she cuts hair, so I guess mm-hmm. there's no reading in that. She only texts in emojis. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I didn't know what to Cave say. Cave writings. Yeah. I felt like we were so fundamentally different. Then I was like, huh. That is. A I don't weird. know how to get through the rest. You you know the scene in, in uh in American Psycho. When he talks about music, have you guys ever seen American Psycho? 
I just saw that. I actually movie. almost watched it the other yeah. night. But oh yeah, my god, it's incredible! That's a great movie. Y'all should all watch that. That's a great movie. Yeah. I believe you've never seen it. I don't remember the music part, but when he's always I... talking about the music, he's like, "That's like his he's thing." Like, before he's like, like the Peps and the Semisonics. He's like, "It's a it's a perfect blend yeah. of of mm-hmm. cultural differences from the 1950s and the 1960s." Yeah, he talks so eloquent about music. He's yeah. like, and, so and, like... Then, and then he pulls out a chainsaw. <laughs> That's fucking. Yeah, the thing I remember most like vividly is him talking about the uh, the business cards. The business cards. Like, oh, that was like, like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> they're like all basically the same, just the fonts yeah. different, like how the cards. He's like, like oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he had to come through with the eggshell. Oh, yeah, that, 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 that's definitely like the the funniest part about that movie. That whole movie's crazy, man. Yeah, dope movie though. Yeah, that's a good one. I saw that one recently. Yeah. All right, listen, one. Thank you. Yeah, I learned man. a lot today. I'm glad to be my no, no, corporate, corporate handshake. Oh yeah, okay, okay, yeah. No, don't dab yeah. Corporate, there we go. corporate. Yeah, hell yeah. It's hell all about yeah. that paper. Corporate handshake. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. So, one, everyone get their questions off. Well, I want to know what's next for you music-wise. You said you didn't know where your next project was going to be, but if mm-hmm. you've already put two out this year, is that going to be kind of a schedule that you're Do one more. Mm. Or are you just going to wait for your next story to tell? Or, like, where's your head music-wise now? I mean, I definitely am just focused on trying to drop more singles. Because that way, if I, when I can drop more singles, I can kind of, like, do more so of what I want. And like, you know, if I'm feeling a certain way, it's like, oh, I actually want to drop the party record. I'll drop the party record. Like, oh, I want to drop the the super sad record. I can do that. Oh, I want to drop the, the the bed the bedroom record. Like a super like, you know, some love making type shit. I can do that. So like, my I, I definitely like want to get in that aspect, and I also want to like just collab with more artists. You know, I might change my mind. I definitely change my mind a lot uh, in terms of, like music. So I might end up dropping another two EPs next year. Um, but like for now, in my mindset right now, I definitely am focused more so on just like trying to drop the singles. New, so, yeah. new visual for the project or what? Yeah, the next uh, visuals I'm gonna drop is for. I'm not gonna say which song. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll give you a hint. It's the most streamed song off the project right now. Wouldn't Wave be the most? Oh uh, yeah, we already did the video for that. So yeah, we already did a video for Wave. We already did a video for. Research. Let's do a remix here. Yeah, man, I'd love to do a remix for Wave, man, featuring Big Bochi. Oh shit, they wouldn't be ready for that one, and, man. And well, then we'll have Big Fresh put the techno twist on it. Oh, <laughs> man, a little EDM version, bro. He's an incredible producer. You guys gotta get each other's numbers after this. Yeah, man. yo, bro, sure, yeah. we should definitely make an EDM version for Wave. Uh, I've been trying, <laughs> I've been trying to find somebody to do that for a while, actually. Like, not dead ass, bro. Like that, like that, like making the EDM version for songs definitely helps, bro. Like a lot of times, like some of these super popping songs. They just be taking somebody's original shit and just make it an EDM record. And the EDM song becomes more popular. The next tape should just be EDM. I don't know about that. <laughs> I like EDM, but I don't want to make the next what, one. What would your EDM name be? Uh, Amir uh, Maximus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably, probably a Mizzle. No, it should be Maximus. Maximus? Maximus. Oh, my uh, God. That's intense. I better be doing some like super intense shit. I would just be Zoch. Zoch? Yeah. <laughs> Zoch. <laughs> I fuck with that. Yeah. And I come out with just the deer head on. Yeah. No one would ever bro. know it's me. That's your thing. Yeah. What you if you guys found out I was actually Marshmallow? This whole time? I could totally <laughs> see that, bro. If I, if I heard Marshmallow was Connor, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Or has Sia ever revealed herself? I don't know. That's actually a good question. I have no clue. Yeah. I always get her and um, SZA confused just because of the name. I Sia, think Sia, SZA. I think you can find, I think Sia's like out there. Like you can find what she looks like. Yeah. Just, th- she's never in her videos or something. Yeah, when it comes to the music, she keeps the, yeah. the, the um, identity on the low. I think she but. goes to shit though. Like she goes to shows and stuff. Because mm-hmm. she was a writer for a long time. And then she was like, I'm I don't know. She's like in her music. 40s, I think. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's a lot older. Yeah. Okay, hey. You know how we started in the episode? Yeah. Um, and listen, this is your platinum hour. Yeah. But one thing about the podcast is I no longer, because of marketing reasons, we no longer just call it Amir Max's Golden Hour. So this yes, will have some I saw that. Yeah, you like 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 some like you know something about the episode with this person. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, that's this definitely one, a good way to hook people in. This one will probably be like how to get your biceps big with Amir Max. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's, 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 like, we're barely talking about workout yeah. shit. <laughs> he said in the episode that. Yo, can I plug or a couple? How to, get, how to get out of handcuffs. Just start rapping. Yeah, just start rapping That's for people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, if y'all ever get in handcuffs, man, just spit a 16 and yo, they, if it's fire, they'll let you out. <laughs> I mean, that dude's going to get let like, go from the forest easily. We should just blast this. 
Blast us as an Instagram ad just to police officers in the area. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, yeah, plug yourself. Yeah, man. So um, I don't know when this episode's coming out, but I got a show um, November 13th at uh, 222. Sam, when's it coming out? We'll send you the footage. Do three days, four days? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So we got one dropping yeah. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So let's do Thursday? next Thursday. Okay. Okay. Where? Four well, days. Yeah, well, um, well, that's not even, like, the bigger show. Like, the big show I got really right now um, is on Black Friday, November 29th. I'm opening up for Scotty Pope. Uh, DJ Dugas on the ones and twos, man. Leeds Entertainment is uh, putting it together. I'm going to be opening up for Scotty Pope, man. That's going to be a big show. It's at the Middle East upstairs. Uh, I think doors open around, like, 7 o'clock. Um, definitely come through for that. It's going to be a real big show, man. Um, I got another show December 28th at the Middle East Downstairs uh, with New England Mixtapes, the all-star show. Uh, that's a Saturday. Make sure y'all pop up for that. Um, check out Tempest Zone Podcast, Stop. man. About to do episode 50 this week. And make sure y'all check out Committed, man. Um, Let's do our reunion episode. Actually, excuse me. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, nah, nah, man. We definitely got to do a reunion episode, man. Definitely gotta make that happen. I'd definitely love to have you back. And, on. and let me plug the tape real quick too. Yeah, man. You can frequently tell when someone actually gives something their yeah. all. Yeah. And so I think when you listen to your tape, you're like, damn, this dude really gave it everything he had, man. Yeah, bro. I, I definitely He was committed. Committed. Bro. Committed, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm committed to the game. You know what's funny? I don't even I never say committed on the project. Now that I think about it. Um, but that's not that's no biggie. Um, but yeah, I just think about it. Damn, I never even said that on the project. But yeah, man, I just had to. I had to. I had to tell the story, and I still got a lot more to say. You know, what I'm saying like I didn't even mention what it was like being in a psych ward. I didn't even like delve into like depression. Like I, I have so save it, save it. I have so much more I have to say on like in my music. So like you know, I'm, 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 I'm. Yo, we just getting warmed up. Just get warmed up, man. Definitely have a lot more. And so don't worry, y'all. Like, I know a lot of people love my party shit because every time I perform, people are like, yo, man, like, yo, like I do like uh, unreleased shit. That's like a party. So, like, yo, when's that coming out? Don't worry. I, I, I always can do the party shit, but like, you know, the story gotta be told, man. So, okay, Hell ready? Yeah, bro. How do we start and finish this? And this is your platinum hour. Yeah. Uh, 